living our life, never allowing God to get out of us what he put in us. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm almost there. Now, never, never being still or submitted to him long enough to let him get out of us what he put in us. Because as nice as the outside of the pill looks, the only thing that the pill does is protect what's inside of it. Oh, come on, somebody. Uh, 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 now, now if, if I sat here and I took a bite of this and as is condition, it would not be a pleasant experience. Right? If I sat here and I took a bite into this orange, it would not be a pleasant experience. But, but, but there are some things, watch this, I have two options. I can either peel the orange, which means that something has to be broken in order for me to get inside of it. Sure. And watch that. We, we, we don't mind looking pretty, but God, don't rearrange my life to get the glory out of it. Man, y'all quiet today. You're quiet. You're quiet. God, God, God I, I don't mind looking shiny. I don't mind people thinking I got it together. But don't try to get out of me what you put in me. Don't try to let me fulfill my purpose. Don't let my life give you glory because it's painful when I have to give you glory because you got to break my outer shell. Oh, I'm almost there. My time, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Think about glory. Watch this. I, I, I'm going to hang with the orange just for a minute. All right, and I'm done. I got one more scripture we're going to pray. Is that to get the juice out of this, man, I, I got to cut this. And this don't feel too good. And you, why, why are you cutting that? Because we want to keep it looking nice. But what's in it can't come out until I cut it. And there's some things, some situations you're in, God's not trying to do you harm. He's trying to cut it because he has something locked in you. Look how juicy this thing is. I'm not cutting it. It's dripping off. Look at that. You know, it's, it's, it's sweet. It's just, it's just sweet. It's just sweet. Let me see that cup, Pastor Rick. Let me see your cup. Now, now this looks like a nice orange, Right? It looks really good, doesn't it? It just looks like you just want to just, 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 I'm about to mess with your coffee. I'm sorry. He's like, let me get one more drink. I love this guy, right? Now, here it is. Here it is. Watch I'm almost there. This, this, <laughs> this, this orange looks good, but I can't get the real juice out of it. My, grandma, my grandfather used to drink orange juice every single morning. Fresh. My grandmother would freeze, would squeeze. They're from the South, old school. Freeze. You remember that? A fresh cup of orange juice for him every single morning. Tropicana is nice, but nothing like a fresh cup. If you ever had a fresh cup of fresh squeezed orange juice, it just tastes great. Watch this. But this orange cannot stay in its current shape if it is to release its glory. In order for I have to squeeze, look, 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 look at that, look at that, look at all that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. This, watch this. It, th there's things in your life that God put in you that He's trying to get out of you, but you can't stay looking pretty when He's trying to get glory out of your life. That what's a disfigured to you is putting you together to Him. Uh, can I say it again? 
What, what, what feels like uh, uh, being disfigured, disformed, everything's messed up in my life, is God squeezing really the true glory that he put on the inside of you. We, the shell is nice, but the shell is just there to protect the glory. God, are, are you understanding me here, somebody? So that what he put in you can eventually come out of you. Watch this, because I can't, I can't serve this in an as-is condition to somebody, right? But if I take a five, six oranges and I squeeze them in a cup, that's something that I can serve to somebody. And many of us, we, God can't serve us or serve our gifts to other people because we're not in a servable form yet. Oh, y'all are quiet. Y'all, 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 y'all. Come on, come on. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Uh, uh, uh. God, God, use me. You know, we, we pray that prayer. God, I want to be used for your glory. God said, great. God, I, I want you to use me for your glory. He says, great. But I can't feed you to my people in an as-is condition. I got to cook you. <laughs> I, I, I got to flip it over a little bit. You you're a little too raw. You, when you talk to people, don't come out. I got to cook you some. Y'all, y'all come on. You're quiet. I, I, I got to put you in the oven and let some of that attitude bake out of you. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. I, 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 I got to put you on the flame. Come on. And let some of that unkindness and selfishness get heated out of you. Because when I get done with you, you're, gonna, you're not even going to know your own self. Come on, when I get finished with you, my goodness, all of Philly will want a piece of what you got. But when you don't let me do what I'm called to do in your life, you're bitter. It tastes bitter. And no one can enjoy what I've put on the inside of you. Are you hearing me here? John 17 and 4, look at this. Uh, John 13 and 31, I love this. Two more scriptures. When he had left, Jesus said, now is the Son of Man glorified. Now, this is Judas. Now, look at this. Judas had just left to go betray Jesus in the previous verses. Now when he left, who's he? Talking about Judas. Jesus said, now is the Son of Man glorified. I mean, what a statement. Thank you, Pastor Rick. What a statement. Judas left to go do what he was assigned to do because Jesus knew that when Judas betrayed him, God was squeezing some glory out of him. Now, he had achieved his glory, his honor, his exaltation, and God had been what? Glorified through and in him. Now, who would say that? If you're going through trials and tribulation, you want to get out of it as fast as you can. And here it is Jesus saying, oh, yeah, I'm going through. I'm I'm about to be nailed to the cross. I am about to get beat with many stripes. Finally, God's getting some glory out of my life. Finally, I get to be squeezed. And watch, he was in such a squeeze that when he was in the garden of me, he says, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. He said, ain't no other way for me to get glory out of you. Jesus, I got to squeeze it out of you. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. How many of us can have a Jesus attitude? When Judas gives us a kiss to betray us, finally, <laughs> finally, I got you. <laughs> finally, you can get some glory. Finally, somebody's going to stab me in the back. Awesome. 
I get a chance to show the love of Christ. Yes, I've been backstabbed. Yes. I get a chance to keep on loving them despite of how they treated me. Finally, you get glory. Selah. Oh, great. I did everything I could for that person, and they betrayed me. Thank God I can keep loving them. What an opportunity. I'm not going to delete their number. I'm going to send them some more stuff and be a blessing. What an opportunity to show the glory. <laughs> Is that your attitude? That needs to be what our heart needs to be. That's how glory. That's what Jesus did. That's what Jesus did. And I want to challenge you that if the glory of God is going to come out of your life, there has to be this attitude. Judas leaves and Jesus gets excited. He knows what Judas is about to go do. But he says, man, what an opportunity. He's about to go do something so that I can give glory to God. I can continue the glory of God. I can continue to show forth the character of God in this situation, producing glory. Man, y'all quiet. You're quiet. You're quiet. Last scripture, this is where we want to go to, last scripture. Take a picture of the scripture, write it down. But I want you to meditate in the scripture this week. John 17 and 4, out of the Amplified Bible, says, I have glorified you down here on the earth by completing the work that you gave me to do. Wow. When I stand before God, that's what I want to be able to say. That, God, I did everything you gave me to do on the earth by completing the work that you gave me to do. Right? Man, what, what a statement. Right? Not that your name was in lights. Not that you was an author of 32 books. Not that you packed out a church. Not that you made $10 million. Who cares if that's not the work that God gave you to do? Because only the work he gave you will glorify him. <laughs> only the work he gave you will glorify him. And guess what? The enemy is trying to give you a work to glorify him. <laughs> Come on. The question is, who is your work glorifying? Who is your work glorifying? So I wrote this statement down. The glory of man is to bring forth fruit that exposes God's glory. Your glory is to expose his glory. Right? If you are, if you are a parent, you can close your Bibles. If you're a parent, one of the greatest things you can do uh, as a parent to be proud is for your child to be successful. Right? Man, they, they, they get A's. They're doing good. They're going to college. They're doing all these great things. Uh, uh, they're smart um, and, and doing these great. Man, that, that as a parent, you just, that, that, that's my daughter. That's my son. Right? That's bringing you glory when they're discovering who they are. That makes sense to you? When they discover who they are, that brings glory to you. Who's your parents? Who, who, where'd you come from? What's your background? Right? The glory of man is to bring forth fruit that exposes God's glory. So I want to challenge you today as you close your Bibles and stand to your feet. What are you doing to produce the glory of God?
Or are we just stuck producing our own glory? <laughs> or are we just stuck uh, uh, singing our own songs and doing our own thing? Right? If you live to be that 120 years that God get promised us, it's a drop in a bucket compared to eternity. Drop in a bucket. But man, I want to make sure that John, like John said, uh, it, it is, I, I did everything you gave me to do, completing the work while I was here on earth. The enemy wants you to do something is called waste time. Waste time. Waste time doing this. Waste time doing that. Waste time this. Waste time binging on Netflix. I've been too. Don't worry. Do all these things, right? But just wasting time, but not doing the work. Not doing what he's called you to do. And never fulfilling the purpose and bringing him glory. A fish cannot bring glory to God trying to walk like a chicken. <laughs> Wasn't designed to do that. Stop being the shiny, good-looking orange and let God squeeze you. <sighs> Man, when he told us to move, and you just play good, good father. When, when he told us to move from New York to Philly, man, he was squeezing me. Right? Didn't know nobody. Family, the kids, and Pastor Rick. We all just relocated here. To, didn't know anybody. Man, that was a squeeze. But I said, God, if I have to be squeezed in order to get you glory, then I will be squeezed so that you can be glorified. Because my life means nothing if I'm not giving glory to him. A fish means nothing if it's not swimming. A, a, a bird means nothing if it's not flying. And man means nothing if it's not doing what God called him to do. I want to challenge you this week to be able to walk in the fullness of your purpose. This church is not about getting people excited and just all oh, the next glittery thing. It's about helping you become who God called you to be. Man, what's going to make Philly better is that, watch this, when you start producing the glory God gave you, and you start producing the, the glory God gave you, if everybody walks in their purpose, what a better place this would be. Right? Not trying to be somebody else but trying to be who God called you to be to make a difference. So I want you just to bow those hands and just lift those hands. Just ask God right in your seat, God, help me to give you glory. I, I, I've wasted so much time giving myself glory. I've wasted so much time trying to make people happy with me and shine up that fruit so everybody can think, God, I want to give you glory. Whatever you have to do, so that I can give you glory, here am I. Because my life only has meaning when I'm giving you glory. That orange only has purpose when it's being squeezed and the glory that's in it is being released. I promise you that no matter how great your life is now, it's better when you start giving God glory. It's a thousand times better when you decide to give God glory. When you make up in your heart and your mind that from today forward, it's not my will, but your will. And today I want to challenge you to move your will out the way.
Put your will somewhere and let God's will become priority. Sure, God gave you the desire to like the things you like. You like art, you like sports. There's nothing wrong with that. But nothing can be above his will. You understand what I'm telling you? Nothing can be above his will. My prayer is always not as a pastor. My prayer is just as a Christian. God, not my will, but your will. Oh, you're the pastor. Of course you're going to pray that. Before I was a pastor, that was my prayer. When I was just a Christian with no title, no position, my prayer was, God, not my will, but your will. That's how I became a pastor, praying, not my will. Come on, talk to me here, somebody. That's how I ended up in Philly, praying, God, not my will. But, but before I got to all that, before I was on stages, it was always, God, not my will. When I first got saved as a young man, it was always, God, not my will. But your will be done in my life. And God will do things with your life that will be amazing if you do that. Just lift those hands for a moment and just talk to him right where you are. That's it. Just talk to him. You don't, nobody has to hear you, but just talk to him out of your heart. God, not my will, but your will. For you are perfect in all your ways. You're perfect in all your ways. perfect in all your ways. Come on. Come on, talk to him. God, crush my will. Put your will there. Help me to see my blind spots. Help me to give you glory and give you praise. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are To us, you are perfect. Come on, tell him. You are perfect in all of your ways. Perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. To us. Father, we just thank you today for your presence. Thank you that. We are glory producers. <laughs> Come on, church. We are glory producers. Do I have any glory producers in the house today? Thank you that we are glory producers. And from today forward, we pray that you will get glory out of our lives. That when we stand before you, we can say that we have completed the work that you have given us. That we can say, God, that you are glorified in us, through us, in the earth. And we give you praise. And Jesus' name, somebody clap those hands and give God. Come on, give God a big praise. You are perfect. Come on, tell them. You are perfect in all of your ways. Come on, tell them. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. To us, you are perfect. Come on, tell them. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. 
Come on, as you get ready to take those seats for two minutes, just tell somebody that the glory of God is coming out of your life. Come on. Tell somebody the glory of God. The glory of God. Be seated for a moment. So happy that my sister from New York, Lise, is here. Let's give her a great big God bless her. Came up from New York to hang out with Ray now and yesterday, and my niece and my family. So they're here, and I'm so glad that they're here. And we're gonna spoil them today after church. Uh, it's so good to see Q in the house. We miss you, Q. Well, her bundle of blessing in her arms. Baby boy, what's his, what's his name? Isaiah. Let's give God a hand clap for Isaiah. We, we love Q. Q was uh, a major part of us getting started. She's been with us almost from the beginning. And uh, a lot of things that you see down here and the things in the ministry, she was had her thumbprint on those things. And uh, we're always thankful for everything that she's done for RCC. And uh, we love her so much. Amen. Let's give her a great big God bless you one more time. One more time. And so listen, real quickly, uh, I want you to get your seed in your hand. Wherever the Lord lays upon your heart to sow, I want you to sow. If you are a part of RCC, um, we ask that you be a, what, a consistent tither, right? You come, my grandfather used to say, you know, you can't go into, I don't know if you've ever been to Peter Lucas. Anybody heard of Peter Lucas in New York? Anybody ever ate at Peter Lucas in New York? Lord Jesus. The steak just melts in your mouth. It's just, when I did eat steak, it was so good. And he would say, you can't go to Peter Lucas, eat good, and walk out, right? So how many people ate good spiritually today? You ate good. You're going to go home. You're going to go home nice and fat in the Holy Ghost, right? So you're going to leave a seed in the ground, amen, and be a blessing. If you want to sow via app, you can sow via app. Many people do. That's fine. Uh, if you want an envelope, Brother Ben is walking around with that. But how many people know, just bring it down a little bit, guys, for me. Bring, bring it down a little bit. How many people believe that RCC is good soil? Come on. It's good soil, amen? It's good soil. It's a good place to put a seed in the ground, and there's so many things. I want you, I don't normally ask for this, but I'm asking this week that you pray for RCC. Can you do that this week? Can you really pray? Uh, I have several important meetings this week that can really uh, be a blessing to the church, uh, and I'm asking you to pray as I meet with these people uh, that can really uh, be a blessing to us, amen, and help us get the message out in Philadelphia. So, I'm just asking you to pray. Can you, how many people are going to pray with me this week? Pray with me. Just ask God's favor to be there. And if you really feel a burden, miss a meal or two, all right? Just, if you really feel, I'm a fast and I'm going to pray with you, Pastor. I'm going I'm to fast and I'm going to be fasting and praying. If you feel the urge of the Holy Ghost to miss breakfast, just miss one meal and say, God, I'm going to miss a meal and pray that God does something awesome for RCC. Amen. How many people want great things to happen for our church? Amen. You want God to do some awesome things. Amen. And so we're believing God to do some awesome things. So this week we have some really important meetings, uh, and I'm just believing God to really set some things up for us um, for this year. Uh, Bishop Francis reached out to me yesterday. He said to tell you guys hello. Uh, he's really going to try to make it down here before the year's over. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're going to keep that in prayer. Uh, but there's some great things happening here at our church, and I want you to be, stay excited. And guess what? I want you to know because you're here is better. Come on, you should say, because I'm here, it's better, right? That means 
that wherever there was any gaps, I'm here to fulfill those gaps. Right? You should always, wherever I go, I know it gets better. I don't know about y'all, but I, that's just how I am. Any job that hires me, I know it's better. Anybody that knows me, your life is going to be better. That's, that's just how I am, right? Because I like to make people's lives better, right? And you should have the same attitude, like, because you're here at Ruach, Ruach's better because you're here, right? Amen? Amen. Amen. Now, when Eddie shows up, you feel the energy when Eddie shows up, right? It just gets better when Eddie's here, right? Right? You should have that same vibe everywhere you go. When I show up, it just gets better. Amen? It gets better. Father, we thank you for every seed that was planted today. As they have released seed, you have released harvest. We thank you for the abundance and the overflow and the blessing. We thank you, God, that as they have trusted us with that seed, we pray that you bless them in abundance and give them increase. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody say amen. 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 Rest upon your feet. We're going to let you go. Rest upon your feet. Now this week, what are you going to do? Produce some what? You're going to pray too. Yeah, you're going to pray. But you're going to pray. Eddie is too much, man. You're going to produce some glory. <laughs> right? You're going to produce glory this week. Right? That means that you're going to do what God has for you to do. Right? You're going to let God use you this week. So when you go to work tomorrow, uh, well, tomorrow you got a holiday. So when you go to work Tuesday, you know, I know your boss may be just, just horrible, but you're going to pray for that boss. And you're going to say, God, help me bring glory to this job while I'm here. Amen. Maybe somebody I need to give a nice word to. When you go to school on Tuesday, God, help me bring glory to this school. Right? Uh, uh, after church, when you go to somebody cut you off, don't put your middle finger up. Say, God, bless them. Come on. Bless them, God. Don't, don't do that. Don't cuss them out now. Right? Come on. Say, God, bless them. God, bless them. Right? Somebody bump you down the street, don't be like, what's up? No, don't do that. Right? Say, hey, God bless you. I'm praying for you. That's all you got to do. Be like Jesus, all right? Pastor Rick's going to come close us out in prayer. Let's give Pastor Rick a great big God bless you. What a mini-series, because um, everything that he do, I'm like, this is a series. Like, we need at least three, like, three messages on this. But um, what a mini-series about glory, amen? So we want to make sure that we are giving God glory. I'm telling you, this thing has been playing over and over and over in my mind and my heart and my spirit, and I'm just so grateful for our pastor. Put your hands together for Pastor Andre. So make sure, let's make a... a, a Let's actively engage the word. So let's not just hear the word and listen to it. But after we leave here, let's find things even. And this is uh, one thing I learned with the message is that while the message is being preached, let's find things that we can actually practice. Because sometimes we hear a great message, but then we walk away with a great feeling, but we don't walk away with practical things that we can do each day. So make sure when we hear, this is how I like to, how I learn. Make sure we extract principles that we can actually practice every day of our lives. Because if not, we just heard a great message and then we go back and nothing ever changes. Y'all agree? 
So that's something that I do. So I want to challenge each and every one of you to do the same thing, okay? Whenever you hear a message, pull out at least three things that you can activate and practice so you can see the manifestation of the word in your life. Amen? Amen. So thank you for coming to church today. Um, we love seeing you. We love having you here. We are a family here at RCC. So every time you come on a Sunday, what we're doing is we're putting the body back together. Communion isn't only about taking the bread and taking the wine, but communion is every time we as the body of Christ come together. We're putting his hands. We're putting his feet. We're putting his eyes and his legs. We are putting him back together. So this is what Jesus looks like. Look around the room. This is what Jesus looks like. Amen. Father, we just say thank you today for your word. We say thank you, Lord God, for uh, having us on your mind and your heart and loving us enough to give us what we need to get to where we need to go. A lot of times we don't know what we need, but you spoke a word about glory. So we know if that is what you're speaking, then this is what you're talking to us about. This is what you're requiring of us in this present time. So, Father, help us to retain the word. God, you said in your word that the word is a seed. And the word goes into different types of ground. And, Father, we thank you that the word is falling on good ground today. We know that the ground is our hearts. So we're continuously preparing our hearts to be able to receive your word that we might see the manifestation in our lives. Amen. Father, so we just say thank you. We pray that you would bless our pastors, bless them, strengthen them, increase them. Father, allow us, Lord God, to lift the burden off of them. Allow us, Lord God, to lift the burden off of them so they can t continuously see um, what the Lord is showing them for our lives, for our church. God, allow us to be a blessing to them. Allow us to be a blessing to them. Allow us to be a blessing to them as they are a blessing to us. Father, strengthen us that we might strengthen them. Bless us that we might be a blessing to them. Because at times the, the weight of the responsibility becomes so heavy because at times the weight of the, of the call is so heavy, God. So allow us to lift the weight and lighten the load that they might continuously be able to see forward and be the visionaries that you have called, us to, called them to be. Father, we pray, God, that as we leave this place, Lord, that you would bless us, that you would cover and protect us, God, as we travel on the highways and as we travel on the roads. Give your ministering angels charge, God, to cover and protect us from hurt, harm, and danger. We pray for everyone that is a part of this body that wasn't here today. We pray that you would bless them. We pray that you would increase them. And we decree and declare over their lives the blessing of the Lord. We thank you for this in all things. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And everyone says, Amen. I believe God. Well, we'll see you on next week. We love you. And don't forget to tell someone about Jesus.